whatever you do, in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Colossians 3.23 Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Jehovah Jireh Ministries. My name is Brooke Rowe. I am the host and founder of this podcast and ministry, and I'm so thankful that you're here today. Um, so this week is the first of an eight-week series on Matthew 5, or the first part of the Sermon on the Mount. We're going to do another one on um, chapter 6, and then one on chapter 7. Um, but this is going to be like the real in-depth, like every section is going to have pretty much its own um, episode. So this is week one. This is the Beatitudes. We're going to be in Matthew 5 verses 3 through 12 today. Um, other than that, we have a couple of announcements. The ministry store will be live on Etsy, um, our own website, and potentially Amazon on March 7th of this year, 2022. And um, yeah, you can find more information about that and where we donate to, um, what that money is going to be used for, um, on our Instagram. It's just at gyra underscore ministries underscore. Um, yeah, so there's that. I am so thankful that you joined us today, and I, this is a really good passage, like, a real good passage. (laughs) Um, yeah, on our Instagram, we post reels about once or twice a week, um, just about my personal experiences and my testimony um and then uh, in posts we talk about things that the lord has been teaching me that um he's been showing me through his word that he's been showing me in my own life um and also about where your money will be going if you choose to support this ministry financially um thank you guys so much for your continued just support and prayers and love i can i can feel them lord um they're working um prayer works. Amen. Um, yeah. Without further ado, let's get started today. Matthew 5 verse 3. Grab your coffee, grab a Bible, and let's get started. All right. Um, chapter 5 of Matthew. We're going to be looking at um, verses 3 through 12 today. So um, how we're going to do it is we're just going to go through and we're going to break down um everything (laughs) and we're gonna um go verse by verse and um we're gonna hear um some of my thoughts and some of what the lord showed me through this passage um yeah so let's get into it (laughs) verse three blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven so, um, I had to do a little bit of digging to figure out what poor in spirit means, because I didn't know. Um, and, um, I think it was Blue Letter Bible that I was looking at, um, and it says poor in spirit are people that recognize their own need for salvation. So, basically, let's, I'm going to rephrase this verse to put that definition, like, into it so that we can kind of make a little bit more sense. Um, Blessed are those who recognize their own need for salvation, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So when you get saved and you recognize 
oh wow, I cannot do this on my own. I cannot live life myself. I can't, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know what to do. But Jesus does. That is being poor in spirit. Recognizing your own need for the Lord, for salvation, and for the Holy Spirit to come into your life and reign. And then, let's look at verse 4. So, um, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So, to mourn is to grieve. Um, and in simpler terms, I wrote down to just be sad. Like, blessed are those who are sad, for they shall be comforted. Verse 5, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And the meek are the quiet, the gentle, and the submissive, um, willing to come underneath other people instead of being, um, overbearing and overshadowing and, um, just obnoxious. <laughs> Verse 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. So hunger and thirst, um, never being satisfied, constantly looking for more, because to hunger is present tense. That means I am currently hungry. I am currently thirsty. Um, so that that you're not satisfied. You want more. You want more of Jesus. You want more of the gospel. You want more. You want to serve more. All of the things. Um, verse 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Um, and then merciful is to forgive freely as he does without holding grudges without being bitter without being angry um forgiving freely forgiving then verse eight blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god so to be pure in heart is um, it's a heart posture of the internal change brought by salvation being made clean by the blood of Christ. So your um, your heart, we are told that, I can't remember what verse it, I think it's, it, it's in James somewhere. It says to guard your heart above all else for everything you do flows from it. And then, so to, so to be pure in heart is to be fully changed by salvation to your heart is made right your heart is made clean by the blood of christ so the word the 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 desires of the world that do come up the temptations that come up you have the ability to say no that's not right that's not what my jesus is telling me he is he made me clean he made, made me pure my heart is pure my heart is his now verse nine um, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. So, if you are a peacemaker, that is not the same thing as a peacekeeper, um, which I had to figure out. Being a peacekeeper is someone who doesn't want conflict, who doesn't want, um, to, um... I'm so, well, I don't, I'm so sorry, my, I just had a total brain fart. To be a peacekeeper is someone who will do anything and everything to avoid conflict, to avoid confrontation, to avoid 
getting yelled at, to avoid getting in trouble, to avoid making someone else mad. Um, that's a peacekeeper. A peacemaker brings about peace, um, especially when they are like reconcile reconciling adversaries. Um, that's according to again another source I found. Um, another Bible source. I want to say it was either Gateway or Blue Letter Bible. I should have written it down, but I didn't. So forgive me for that. <laughs> um, basically, peacemakers bring people together. They reconcile people that have been you know, at odds with each other. They reconcile people that maybe don't like each other. They they bring peace. When you walk into the room, you will instantly know who is the peacemaker because they will be the one who is getting everyone together, who is, you know, maybe get working someone through a conflict, who is maybe just sitting with someone who doesn't have a friend or someone who came alone to church that day and there's someone that brings people together. There's someone that draws people in instead of pushing them away and um, pushing them out of their lives. And verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you read the book of Acts... You will read about a man named Paul. The Jews, and basically everyone, hated Paul. Hated Paul. He was preaching the good news. He was preaching about the Lord. He was talking about his own experiences. He was telling people about Jesus. He People were being converted. People were being um, baptized. And the Roman government and the Pharisees and all of the people did not like that about Paul. So they threw him in jail multiple times for multiple years at a time. And eventually he was killed. And he had people slander his name. He had people like physically hurt him. He, it was real bad. And... Um, so suffering for the sake of, he was suffering, obviously, for the sake of the kingdom. And he, um, because he was, he was doing so to bring glory to Jesus' name. And he was just following the Lord, doing what he needed to do. So go on you, Paul. <laughs> um, so while Paul was in prison, he wrote a big chunk of the New Testament that we now read today. They're called his, a lot of them are called the prison epistles because he wrote them while he was in prison. And he wrote letters to churches. He wrote letters to disciples. He wrote letters to um, certain governments. Like he wrote, he was writing letters to everyone while he was in prison. He had a lot of free time on his hands, I presume. So when we are suffering, when we are in that prison, when we are in that time of trial, we can rest in knowing that work is being done. Because when Paul was in prison and he was writing these letters, he could rest in the that there was work being done. That while he was in prison, he was still ministering, he was still teaching. He was still pastoring. He was still um, 
leading people and discipling people and teaching people. Um, so, yeah. That was verse 10. Verse 11. Blessed are you when others rival you and... <clears throat> Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Guys, this life isn't easy. Being a Christian in today's culture, in today's America, it's not easy. Alright? We're, we are persecuted. We are told that we are serving an old religion, that we are not, um, that we are, you know, homophobic and all of the phobics and freaking everything. And we're, we're told wrong things about God. There is a movement going around called exvangelical and deconstructing toxic theology. Guys, theology, the Bible, is in, inerrant. There is no error to the word of God. Okay, like, <laughs> as a as Bible-believing Christians living in America today, it's not good. It's not all, like, puppies and rainbows and yay. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. But here we see in Matthew, Jesus telling us um, that we're going to be persecuted. The Pharisees, the people of... Um, of Israel hated Jesus. They hated Jesus. They killed Jesus. Like, <laughs> so if anyone had a persecution, it was Jesus. Anyways, I, I should have mentioned in the intro. Actually, I'm gonna go back and put it in. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> mind um so there's that verse 12 blessed nope okay rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you they killed jesus they killed um I think most of the disciples, I think all but one of the, the disciples ended up getting getting killed, getting martyred for the gospel. Guys, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be called names. We are going to be lied about. We're going to be lied to. Following Jesus is a choice. Love is a constant choice. And choosing to love Jesus and walk with him and delight in him. That is going to bring conflict. That is going to bring um, perhaps death for a lot of us. Um, but we can rest in knowing that Jesus, that Jesus is Lord. Jesus has already won. Death is defeated. We are his. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. We're going to heaven. And we can find joy in the times of our life where we are persecuted, where we are, um, some of us in jail, um, if we 
if you guys have ever like, looked at the Voice of the Martyrs magazine, um, which I, I've looked at many times, people are dying for the gospel. And I cannot wait to meet, meet them in heaven one day and just see and meet them and and see what their reward is. Because it says that our rewards are going to be great in heaven. And our blessings are going to be great in heaven. And it's fun because when we, all of the crowns we get in heaven, we're going to be casting them at Jesus' feet. And pride, my pride especially, wants to be like, oh heck no, I'm not doing that. Well, I'm not really going to have a choice when I go to heaven. (laughs) And I wouldn't be here without Jesus. I would not be here without the gospel. I wouldn't be here preaching the gospel to you without Jesus, without the gospel. That is his life. That is was his death, is his resurrection, and is his life. Because Jesus is alive. And he has won. He has defeated the grave. And I want to encourage you in that when you are being persecuted or when you are being ridiculed or when you are being insulted because of the gospel or because you choose to follow Jesus, this life isn't it. We have a kingdom. We are part of a kingdom. You and I have been grafted in to the kingdom of Israel. We are one of the chosen ones. We are his. He is ours. And there is nothing that we could do to separate ourselves from the love of God. Who died who came to earth, lived a perfect life, and died, and then rose again on the third day, after fighting hell, after taking back the keys, he did that for you and I. While we are, while we were yet sinners. While we were in debt to him, he came down and paid the debt. While we were enslaved to sin, he came down and paid our ransom. You guys... Jesus has built us a kingdom. We are part of something now bigger than ourselves. And I'm so excited to see what he does when it's time for us to see that kingdom. Guys, I think I'm going to leave us there today. Next week, we're going to look at verses 13 through uh 16 and we're gonna read about the salt and light portion of the sermon on the mount and 
yeah, I'm gonna pray over you guys, and I hope you guys have an amazing week. I love you all so much, and I'm so honored that I get to be in the front row of your journey, of your spiritual walk, of of your life. So, with that, let's pray, and then I'm gonna let you guys get back to your day. Father, I thank you so much for your word. Lord, I thank you that you came to earth so that we could live. I thank you that your death brought life for so many of us. I pray, Lord, that on the other side of this phone, Lord, that you would... um, Bless my brother or sister, Lord. I pray that you would make them poor in spirit. That if they are poor in spirit, Lord, that you would show them that theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That if they mourn, you would show them that they will be comforted. I pray that if... I pray that if they are meek, that you will show them that, that they're that the earth is their inheritance. Lord, I I pray for those who hunger and thirst for you and for righteousness. I pray that they will be satisfied. Lord, I pray for those who forgive and are merciful. And I pray that they will receive mercy. I pray for those that are pure in heart. And I pray that they will see you. I pray for those that are peacemakers, that they will be called your sons and daughters, Lord. I pray for those that are persecuted, Lord, our brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world that are fearing for their lives, but finding joy in knowing that they're dying for your kingdom and dying for your word. Lord, I pray to see them one day in heaven. I pray that when we are reviled against and persecuted and having evil against us uttered, Lord, I pray that we can be glad. I pray that we can rejoice. I pray that we, we, we will remember that our reward is great in heaven because they persecuted you they persecuted the prophets that came before you and the prophets that came after you, Lord. Thank you for what you do, Lord. I pray for my brother or sister on this phone, Lord, that you would bless them in their week, that you would continue to draw them to yourself, Lord, and that you would show them their need for you. I pray this in Jesus' holy, precious name. Amen. Alright, you guys. I'm going to let you get back to your day. I am so thankful you joined me today on Jehovah Jireh Ministries podcast. I am so honored that I get to be a part of your spiritual journey. Um, Again, if you are interested in learning more about the ministry store, you can find information about that on our Instagram. It's just at Jaira underscore ministries underscore. And um, we will be live on our own website, Etsy, and potentially Amazon 
on March 7th, 2022. Um, yeah, I think that was all I had for you guys today. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm praying so many blessings over you this week. Um, and I will see you next week when we dive into salt and light. Bye guys.